0: Live.
1: Welcome to Lee Live and also welcome to the Don Crow Show. We are once again simulcasting in Washington, D.C. and in Columbus, Ohio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for giving me the privilege, the honor of being your host this afternoon Wherever you may be listening and whether you are listening to WAVA 105.1 FM or whether you're listening on AM 880 or 104.5 FM in Columbus, Ohio, the telephone number is one and the same. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Uh, Someone has said the wheels of justice grind slowly. Well, that is certainly true. Here is a headline from today. Proud Boys leader Joe Biggs sentenced to 17 years in the January 6th case. All right. Let me say what I have said literally hundreds of times so no one misunderstands me. What happened on January 6th should not have happened. There are dozens, if not hundreds, of conspiracy theories floating around. Who was responsible? Um, It was a red flag. It was actually orchestrated by the Democrats, by the FBI. I'm not even going to deal with all of the conspiracy theories and all of that. Let me just say again. What happened on January 6th should not have happened. And those who were conservatives and Trump supporters who certainly, absolutely, clearly and admittedly broke the law should be prosecuted. I don't have any problem with that. But Bob, there were there were FBI agents. Okay, I don't know. Maybe there were. Maybe they weren't. All I know is everyone that was involved and broke the law, regardless of who they were, should be prosecuted. Okay. Uh, January sixth should not have happened. However. The, uh, the double standard in how the federal government has dealt with rioters is breathtaking, sad, wrong, absolutely wrong. It has taken this long for some of these cases to wind through the courts, and some of the people that were involved in January 6th were kept in jail for two years, folks. That's wrong. That's just wrong. All right, now to this story. Proud Boys leader Joe Biggs has been sentenced to 17 years in prison. Here's the story: uh, a leader of the Proud Boys who led the far right organization's infamous march to the U.S. Capitol. I. This is from, by the way, this is from CNN. I want to commend CNN. Mark this down. Record it. Because I don't remember the last time I commended CNN for anything. But I commend CNN for not referring to this as an insurrection. It was not an insurrection. At no time was the government of the United States ever even remotely close to being overthrown. That's what an insurrection is. It was not an insurrection. Uh, It was a demonstration that turned into a riot, but it was not an insurrection. All right, anyway, back to the CNN story. A leader of the Proud Boys who led the far-right organization's infamous march to the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, has been sentenced to 17 years in prison among the longest sentences handed down yet for a convicted rioter. Now, again, I cannot believe that twice I am commending CNN. It was not an insurrection. It was a riot. Okay? Now... Rioters who break the law and cause property damage, should they be prosecuted? Of course. Um, Remember the BLM protesters? For days, weeks, months, caused hundreds of millions of dollars worth of damage, hundreds of people injured, people killed, businesses driven out of business permanently? Yeah, remember those riots? Um, Anybody get 17 years? No. In fact, if you've been following this, the rioters that were arrested in Denver, yeah, the rioters, the BLM rioters that were arrested in Denver are going to— they were held in jail the the most two days— Some of them were released immediately. A few of them were kept two days. Two days. And now, they are going to split a cool $5 million. What? Huh? The the rioters are going to be paid? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. By Denver. Denver City Council unanimously approved that. Five million bucks. None of them went to prison. Uh, This man has been sentenced to 17 years in prison, and I think probably one of the most important things to know about this, he admits he was wrong. In a passionate appeal to the judge, he said, I know that I messed up that day, but I'm not a terrorist. He said, I was seduced by the mob and just moved forward. And that's been my contention from the very beginning. Most of these people broke out when they got caught up. Does it make it right? No. He went on. I wanted to see what would happen. My curiosity got the best of me, and I'm going to have to live with that for the rest of my life. And then he begged the judge I just want to pick up my child from school. If he's going to go to jail for 17 years, his kids are going to grow up without him. Because he did something really, really dumb on January 6th. Did he hurt anyone? Nope. Kill anybody? Nope. Maybe cause a little property damage? Yeah. 17 years? No. Uh, Should he suffer consequences? Of course. But 17 years in prison? This is not justice. This is injustice. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE.
0: Today's news, God's word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live,
1: and welcome again to our listeners in Ohio and in Washington D.C. and the surrounding area. My telephone number is eight seven seven Bob Live eight seven seven. Two six two fifty four eighty three. I sincerely hope I'm not too overly repetitious, but I do have common themes that I try to get across to my listeners all the time. Uh, the whole thing about being an LTD, listen, think, discern. And I've been through that. I'm not going to go through that again, and several other common things, and I'm not going to go through those either, but here is another one: the liberal left, the progressive liberal left, destroys and kills pardon me, destroys and kills everything it touches. Another common theme concerning the progressive liberal left is you constantly see misplaced compassion and unintended consequences. Okay? Misplaced compassion, unintended consequences. Now, why? Because they possess a secular humanistic worldview. They do not agree with the biblical worldview that begins with the fallen nature of man that man is inherently fallen, sinful, and in desperate need of redemption. The secular humanist worldview begins with the goodness of man. Everybody is inherently good, just not everybody has the same opportunity. And all you have to do to make a bad person a good person is to give them a new opportunity, which usually means money. If you just give them a little money and say nice things to them, they'll be a success. You treat them nice, they'll treat you nice. Now, does that ever work? No, not really, because it is a false worldview. Well, we see illustrations of this all the time. And certainly many, many times in California. Back in 2014 the people of California overwhelmingly passed what was called Proposition 47. Shoplifting, theft, was a real problem in California. A real problem. So in order to deal with the problem, the liberal Democrat left in California said, well, the reason why people are stealing is because they're poor. And uh throwing them in jail is the worst thing we can do. The most compassionate thing we can do is decriminalize shoplifting. Yeah, decriminalize shoplifting. So they passed proposition forty seven, which states unless a person steals more than nine hundred fifty dollars, it is not a felony. It is a minor misdemeanor. So if you steal less than $950, you might be arrested. You could be arrested. But you'll be out that night, maybe the next morning, and you are charged with a minor misdemeanor, which means if you don't even show up for court, it's no big deal because it's just a misdemeanor. And the Democrats, the liberal leftists in California thought, we're doing poor people a service because we're not calling them criminals. And That's not nice to call them criminals. If we call them criminals, they'll do what criminals do. And they can't help it if they steal a little bit here and there. So they passed Proposition 47 back in 2014. How's that worked out? Um, have you been watching what's going on in California? The shoplifting, the mobs of people going into expensive department stores and cleaning them out for a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars, because see they can't prove how much they stole. And with less than nine hundred and fifty dollars, well, it has turned out to be a horrible, miserable failure. Why? Misplaced compassion, unintended consequences. And as a result, some lawmakers in California are beginning to wake up, like San Mateo County Supervisor David Kanipa. He said on an NBC interview, enough is enough, all this retail theft, all this sort of crime, enough is enough. We really need to look at, at our state laws. What we have in place right now is not working. What we're doing now to combat the epidemic of organized retail theft is not working. $30 billion lost to national retail theft is an absolute outrage. The fear of organized retail theft is driving people away from our beloved shopping centers. Hmm. Uh, how did he come down On Proposition 47 in 2014, Uh, he supported it. He voted for it. And now he is saying, quote, I had supported Proposition 47, which basically said you wouldn't prosecute. The crimes were much different at the level of up to $950. I thought it was a good idea at the time because I thought we need to give people an opportunity We need to give people a chance. Misplaced compassion. He goes on. I made a mistake. It was a big mistake, and you have to acknowledge your mistake. By doing this, what we've done is we're letting people take thousands and thousands of dollars. And why should people be subjugated? Well, he's not the only one. Other lawmakers in California are beginning to say, boy, did we blow it. Oh, who was one of the biggest supporters of Proposition 47? Then-Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, Gavin Newsom. This was his way to deal with crime in California. What has happened shoplifting, retail crime has exploded. And because of it, dozens, dozens of businesses are closing their doors because they're being destroyed by misplaced compassion, unintended consequences. Yeah, this is the liberal left.